Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the main event. You here with me, Daniel and Aaron. Aaron, we are now on to the Wednesday fixtures, so we're rolling on to Group A. Before we get started, I, I really am terrible with the alphabet. Clearly, uh, <laughs> uh, before we get started, feel free to subscribe to our channel, the main event. But also, we are working in association with Gallagher Shots this season, so give them a follow as well for any Newcastle-based content. You can be a member to their site for two ninety nine. You get loads of benefits, including access to Telegram groups and exclusive content. If you're interested, you can pay absolutely nothing to me and Aaron. Uh, where skivvies and do everything for free. Feel free to follow us on Twitter at UCL Fantasy Pod or the app formerly known as. Thanks to Elon. And let's get cracking into Group A, Aaron. Aaron, what are your initial thoughts on this one, mate? I think there's only one uh, team to start with for Group A. Copenhagen? You know it. Copenhagen. Um, at, well, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what Galatasaray uh assets to get yes and uh should we start there should we start with galatasaray yeah or copenhagen which one should we just mix and match well copenhagen are getting plazenyard <laughs> are, are they are you taking the executive decision to plazenyard copenhagen yes fantastic i'm happy with that uh, for anyone that's wondering why uh they qualified so i've not looked at the league um they've qualified with the nil nil draw three three draw a one nil win and a one one draw yeah, they actually played five games. I didn't look at the first one. Uh, they are currently top of their league. They are currently top of the Danish, is it Pro League, Super League? Exalhandlag Sachsenvenzen? Something long and Elkenvenzen? Something weird. I can't pronounce it. Whatever uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, it. it is Super Liga. Oh, just Super Liga. I thought it was full of E's and V's and K's is. and L's. Uh, regardless, we saw this last, last, not last year. Was it last year? It was last year. Copenhagen, Sevilla, Dortmund, Man City. That was the group, I think. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yes, last season. Um, they didn't do great. I think the best result was against Man City, nil-nil. Sounds ridiculous. They didn't do well. They just drew nil-nil with Man City. Uh, but Man City were down to 10 men and they missed a pen and that a goal disallowed and was all of the stuff going on I don't even think they played well against Sevilla who were rubbish at the start of last year but there's just no one I'm like looking at them and there's just no one that I want there's no one that you want so let's get on to Galatasaray Galatasaray have made some wild signings they've signed Mauro Akari maybe Wilfred Zaha Angelino, Hakim Ziyech, Tete. I may have missed others out. I think I have. I'm sure they made two transfer deadline day signings, and I cannot remember who they were. Uh, you might also, Davison Sanchez. Uh, that was it. And Don Blade. They've got Dries Mertens. Yeah, they've got. Yeah, Dries, it was, Dries Mertens wasn't signed this season, was he? No, I'm just saying they've yeah. got him. Yeah, but Sanchez and, and Don Bellier. They were the two that were signed on transfer deadline day that I could not remember. Crack and start the season, 3-0 win, 1-0 win, 3-2 win, 2-1 win. The issue from Galatasaray fans seems to be that they aren't playing very well as a team. It seems to be Muslera and the Mauro Acardi show. 
Now, Mauro Cardi is playing very well with uh, two outfield goals, a penalty goal, he's won a pen, and he has an assist in his last three games. So that's, for anyone that doesn't watch football, that's good. Especially at his price at 9 million, can he squeeze him in against Copenhagen? I think as it goes in terms of like punts for the first match day, if you are wild carding, limitless and whatever, like a cardi for the first match day is an unbelievable punt. I agree. I think this is the maverick pick of everyone in the game. I think if you are just that way inclined, you can go for this. I can see him bagging a brace in this game against Copenhagen at home. I think he's as good a pick as anyone else. My issue with it is that these are Wednesday players and I don't like punty Wednesday players. I like I like the other players. I like that Harry Kane feels safe. I like that Victor Osserman feels safe. Mauro Cardi doesn't feel safe. If this was a Tuesday game, I, I, he'd be my team. And I'd, I'd be bolstering everywhere else. I wouldn't be having four and a half million mids. I'd be having Joe Cancelo, it right back, all that sort of stuff. But because it's Wednesday and I'm a bottle job, I just don't think I can do it ahead of all those other strikers. When especially I'm trying to get more Tuesday players in, like I want Mbappe. I don't know how I justify it. The other player uh, for Galatasaray, Aktikoglu, left winger, goal and assist in four games. Granted, they all came in one game. But at six million, any joy with him, do you think? No, I think um, similar to what, kind of what you were saying, where like, I think with the Wednesday, you want to, with the Wednesday fixtures, knowing that it's going to flip as well, you want to take advantage of the of the Tuesday fixtures, guaranteed points, and that these players are just meant to top up. I don't know how I'd feel about having all these forwards and then like, or having all these players and then like topping up with a six million. Like, I, it's I guess kind of like what you were saying, where it's a bit too punty for me, anyways. Um, so I I would be against it, but. Yeah, I don't think that risk feels as good as the like, the Akadi ones and the Zaha ones and stuff. I like agree. That. I mean, Zaha's. I don't think Zaha's been playing for them yet. I know he didn't. He had a few fitness issues at the end of last season with Palace as well. But Dries Mertens, obviously, I think people will know him. I don't know what his ownership's like. He's got one goal and four. I think it was an absolute worldy zero percent. Uh, rightly so. Good. Well done. Um. I can't see him doing too much. Elsewhere, you're looking at defense. So, Angelino, you know the hero. Match day one hero. Match day one hero a couple of years ago. 18 points, was it? Yeah, well, did, I think that came from one of these where I had one of Leipzig's defenders in. And I think you turned around and went, oh, like Angelino's the same price. And I slapped myself in the face, went, oh, yeah, he's going in. Yeah. He got an 18 pointer. Yeah, it fed up, that might have been. There's always a wing back that has a match day one. Grimaldo like, last year, and then Talia Fico the first year we did this. Angelino the year in the middle. Yeah. So 
we'll just have to try and figure out who this year's is. And that's the problem with Haaland's playing Tuesday because these are Tuesday captaincy punts. We do recommend that you cap captain wingbacks on a Tuesday. But when Haaland plays Red Star Belgrade, I think you're mental to not captain him personally. Yeah. But is Angelino the same player? Well, he scored in his last game, but they're not keeping very many clean sheets. One, Andy uh, has hair. Pardon? And he has hair now. He's got hair now. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> so, has it made him a better defender? Because he wasn't a very good defender. <sighs> no. He's a, he's a fairly tragic defender. He's very good going forward. I also think he suits being a wing back, not a left back. Uh, Galatasaray play with a back four. And as other people have said, like they're not playing very well. Nelson, four and a half million. Bardaki, four and a half million. Uh, Bayram, four million, but I just can't see him playing. He's played like one game this season, so I'll probably avoid him. Is there anyone else from Galatasaray, or is this in a cardio bus situation? Or would you go, Angelino? The everyone in this team is a punt. Like Akadi is the most owned at three percent, Muslera two percent, which is for a five million keeper against Copenhagen. Isn't the worst. It's not the worst. Well, there is the goalkeeper that we're kind of leaning towards. Um, So, but I think, again, I don't know if people have auto-picked their team and then not realise what day the fixtures fall on and stuff like that. So, it'll be interesting. But then, like, everyone in this team is a differential. So, I think it is literally because they don't know much about this team so hopefully by hopefully we have helped and that you are going to take a few risks with this team because the the points are there to be had especially if you're using a chip early score 3-1 yes exactly the same uh, a cardi brace and an assist it's weird that we had Copenhagen as like Plazenyed but we have them scoring we just yeah, but I, I, just I don't know who. Who's yeah, going to score? I just don't know who. Probably Larson. But with an Angelino defence, I can't see them keeping a clean sheet. Uh, yeah. The defence in general is a bit of a mess. And the midfield isn't brilliant. But yeah, I, um, I'd be avoiding Copenhagen. I, ju- I just think it's a cardio bust for me personally. They are also the early fixture on the Wednesday. Ooh, so we'll get to see lineups like that, Maz. Uh Bayern Munich versus Man United. So Bayern Munich at home, crucially, uh, in terms of transfers in. I don't think they signed anyone of note. Uh, I don't think so. Let's check my notes. Rafael Guerrero? Yeah, I, I guess that was a big one in Bundesliga. But... Uh, Conrad Lehmer, another big Bundesliga sign-in. Kim from Napoli and Sir Harold of House Kane for a cool hundred and summit million euros. Just but, trying to find a Lewandowski replacement. On, they really had to search at the bottom of the barrel yes. for that. And they've had a equally, if not more, players out. So Sabitz has gone. I mean, he was gone anyway. Benjamin Pavard's gone. He's... He's off to Inter Milan. Inter, yeah. Uh, Gravenberg is at Liverpool. Sadio Mane is in C. And 
And uh, Luca Hernandez has gone back to the homeland. He plays for Paris Saint-Germain. So, had a lot of players out. They've had a few players in. Neuer's injured. Musiala was injured. I don't know if he's still injured. He trained, like, with, we're recording. I forgot what day. It's Tuesday, I think, but it's late. <laughs> um, he trained. I don't know how fit he's going to be. But let's start with Bayern Munich's goalkeeper, Ulreich. So some people may decide to go for him. I'm sure Aaron will tell me what percentage of the game I've gone for him at four and a half million. I'd like to suggest that you don't because he's crap. He has conceded two goals to Vittoria Plasenia last year. A team that by name got Vittoria Plasenia. So I don't particularly rate him. I think they're a much weaker team and he's in the side. If they're four games this season, three in the league, one in the cup, they got absolutely battered in the cup. And in the league, they've kept one clean sheet. Uh, they won 4-0. Otherwise, they've won 3-1 and 2-1. So they are winning, other than that game against Leipzig. The team is quite settled, other than that. Masrawi, so we'll start with the defence. Masrawi is the right-back currently. Upamakano and Kim are the centre-backs. And Alfonso Davies is the left-back. It'll be interesting if uh, Rafa Guerrero could nail down a spot. However, my instinct is that he'd probably come into the midfield like he did for Dortmund. don't know if you remember those wild days of him playing central attack in midfield for Dortmund in the league. Because I can't see him usurping Alfonso Davies. We've criticised his output on this podcast before because he's a fantastic player. And people seem to just remember that assist against Barcelona. But his output has actually been quite low. Three assists in those three league games so far. And he looks very dangerous. Defenders, Aaron, talk to me. I think, interestingly, um, Alfonso Davies, 26% owned. So that's quite high in terms of defenders. But Delict, 14% owned. And we know that he's kind of not starting anymore. Upa Meccano and Kim are the starters. Um, Upamecano 7% owned Kim 6% owned there's actually more people that own Neuer than Ulrich so 4% for Neuer 2% for Ulrich hopefully they check the injury status before Masrawi is 1% owned Um, but in terms of defenders I would be I can't afford to get Alfonso Davies in my team, I'd probably try and get, especially against Man United, Man United are the type of team that will nick a goal. Yeah. Um, kind of similar like they did against Arsenal. Rashford against this yeah. lot. Um, or like a Fernandez penalty or something like yeah. that with Upa Meccano just not being in control of his body. Um, <laughs> but the fact that I think Kim at 5 million is a, is a good shout because he's the type of player to add solidity to that back line. I would love if Delict and Kim could play together. I think that's a much better defense. But um, both left-footed, exactly, uh, and they don't tend to like that very no. much. So, um, but in terms of picking the team, I, if I had to choose a Bayern Munich defender for this match, which I w- would try to avoid, it would be one of the five million defenders. I'd actually go for Mazraoui. He's not got an attack and return yet, but was so how capable he is for Ajax. And because it's, I don't really want to go for any of them. I just don't think Bayern Munich defenders are good picks. 
I certainly don't want to pay six million for one as good as he is when you can have Joao Cancelo. Yeah. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh or Hakimi. You went through a list before of six millions and five and a half, and there's just a better there's just better picks. So if I had to have one, I'd rather save the point five and have one that's capable still of getting attacking returns. Midfield, Kimmich, two assists in his last game. That's what he's done this season. He's played very well. Goretzka has been excellent as the whole, and is the other player in that double pivot, um, although he does tend to bomb on a little more as well. As ever, slight rotations in the front three, that player behind Harry Kane. But Kingsley Coleman seems to have locked his place on the left wing. And Leroy Sané has locked his place on the right. Leroy Sané has three goals this season to Kingsley Coleman's zero. Uh, I'm a big Coleman fan, but however Tuchel's playing doesn't seem to be suiting all too well. Musiala, Nabry and Muller have all played as the number 10. So I'd probably avoid them just because you're not sure which one's going to play. If you want one of those players, I think Leroy Sané is your man with three goals. Just makes sense. We normally have to like jump around between the midfielders. This seems pretty easy this year compared to normal. Have you got any? Is there any that you tell people to consider? Uh, Sane is in my team currently. Um, he's 9 million. Musiala is 8.5. I think that 0.5 difference is worth it. Um, I think in terms of, uh, obviously, Coleman, he's eight so he's cheaper than Musiala uh, which is weird because he has just come up with so many clutch goals yeah. um he's helped your fantasy team out he a has. lot um <laughs> so i think in terms of like as a team it is nice knowing that there's less rotation than normal and so that really helps us out i think the biggest thing is just monitoring a few of the injuries obviously you've mentioned about Musiala but uh, Kimmich has pulled up with a little bit of an injury in international duty. Oh, wow, another one. Um, it seems to be a trend with international duties uh, and injuries. If he's out... I think it boosts the appeal of some of the Man U, but also weakens the appeal of the Bayern Munich um, defence. I think it 100% weakens the appeal of everything. Kimmich, in that role, the, so the type of player that he is, I think he's the best in the world at it, is that deep-lying playmaker that is still aggressive that can still tackle um he's like a very different player to like a rodri for example them two in the midfield together would be well there was the rumors about that in man city wasn't over the summer that well, they're going to try and get kimmick yeah and i as soon as that if that had have happened it was game over it's already game over yeah but yeah he's in i think they would have won every game yeah so if he's out because he's got such an array of attacking talent from a holding midfield position it does diminish other people's potential. He could, in this team. he could still be fit. It, it, they are running some tests, but he pulled out of the Germany squad before okay. France. That's something to monitor. Harry Kane, three goals, one of them was a pen and an assist. He's 10 million. He's cheaper than other forwards. He is so cheap. After this first game, like he is nailed in a limitless team against Copenhagen. I think I think once this man, I, I've got him in my team at the minute, regardless. But let's say I brought him out. 
after this Man United game, he is straight in. He's in. I think that's literally the reason why his percentage is, is so low. Um, well, it's 22%. But I think after this match day, I think that's going to be a lot higher. I think... I don't know if it'll be as close to Haaland's um, ownership or Bellingham's ownership, but I do think that it'll be close to like 40s, 50%. I've currently got Kane. I've currently got Sane. Have you? Have you got the both in at the minute? I do have the both in. Right then. So I think before we move on to Man United, the last team in the group, who's the better pick if you just had one? Kane. Um, why? I don't know why I said that so uh, <laughs> menacingly. Um, I would say Harry Kane because of the like, like just in terms of his goal scoring record in the Champions League when he played for Tottenham, who are considerably worse worse team than Bayern Munich, especially this current Bayern Munich. Um, I think that record's been beaten now, but he was the fastest player to get at 20 goals. I think Haaland or Mbappe yeah, have that now. Haaland. Um, then, but he has a really good record in the Champions League in terms of minutes per goal. Um, I don't have the exact number, but it is almost like a goal per game that he has in the Champions yeah. League. Um, and Harry Kane is one of them players where whether you rate him as top top tier striker or not um he does like to chase records he is very motivated with these type of records um and he's come to Bayern Munich to win silverware to kind of put that to bed and so I do think Bayern Munich have a good chance of providing that um and I think yeah I think he'll do very well I'm just thinking of Man United not having a left back Playing against Leroy Sani. I mean, I'm not just because I'm saying Harry Kane's a better pick doesn't mean Sani is a bad pick. Why are you saying Sani is the worst pick ever, Aaron? Why are you saying that? Uh, what What do you mean? I would rather choose an Antwerp player. Than... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On to Man United. Uh, we don't need to go. With, again, for anyone watching this for the first time, other than that, Man City group that we did because it, there is actually quite a lot to unpick there. We tend not to go too much into the English teams um, because we'll watch them every week. Everyone watches them every week. So you know who they've signed, you know who they've not signed, you know who they've sold, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know the results. They've won two, lost two. Injury-wise, just for people to be aware, Sean Malassia are injured, Mount's injured, Diallo's injured, Varane's injured, but I think Martinez is fine. Uh, the Butcher is absolutely fine. I think he just bottled it against Arsenal, but they said there was nothing wrong with him. Yeah, he, did, he, he 100% bottled it. So, look he, at he's just like one of them players where you would love to just kick him. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an annoying face and a worse haircut. Yeah. But yeah, I'd very much like to win a very evenly and fair, like, fair tackle against him. He's What's the type like, of player that when you play football, them wipes you out. And then it's like, what happened? And then as soon as you touch him, he cries. Yeah. Yeah. Man United players. Lindelof, four and a half million. I'm just going to read through a list. Dalo, Aaron Saka, five million. Who's the best value between them three or any of them any value at all? 
Um, I'm quite interested to see the ball recoveries for Wan Pasaka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, against King, Kingsley Coleman. Just because, like, I feel like whenever you see him in the Premier League, it's just like a big reach and slide tackle yeah, to win yeah, the ball. Yeah. Um, and he does get forward. Like, is he the best at it? No, but he does get forward. Um, he's a lot better at it over the last few seasons. he was £50 million pounds, like four years ago, Smith. It's actually madness. Wow. Um, but in terms of all of them, like, he is not the most owned defender for Ban United. And nine, none of them that you've mentioned are. Varane? Sure. 2%. Varan, Shaw, no. Martinez, no. Harry Maguire, no. Johnny Evans, no. Malasia, no. I I, I should have just told you Eric Bailly. What is the most owned defender for Man United? I could have been here all night. In uh, I think that's tomorrow. why I, I think that's put you why I put you out your misery. Does Eric Bailly even play for Man United anymore? I think it's his price, four million. <laughs> there are awful four million defenders in this game. Just go buy one of them. Um, go but, to who? Who was? I'm sure we said some terrible ones. Here. Shaw is one percent. Juan Basaka is one percent. Yeah, there's a go. If you've got Eric Bai, just get that. Get buttons or boosts. I can't remember what his name is now from Feyenoord. Four million defender from Feyenoord. He might not even play. But at least that's a might. <laughs> might. Rather than Eric Bailly, he just won't. Um, I think the biggest travesty is that there's one, the most owned player from Man United is Onana. Six million, 10% owned. <laughs> um, half that percentage and then Bruno Fernandes is 9.5. Um, Casemiro, six million. He's not been great. Yeah, he's not the same Casemiro that we know and love from this game. When he was Ireland is next at three percent owned, and then Rashford at two percent owned. Yeah, well, I, so for for me, I've I think I think it's just because of this first game for a lot. Yeah, some of these I, players. I also think Bruno Fernandez is horrifically o- overpriced at nine and a half million. That's a joke. Yeah, what would you have priced him as? Uh, I would have priced him it between eight and eight and a half. He's a pen taker, but. I wonder how many ball recoveries he would get. I think if he's eight and a half million, I think that's fair. I think eight and a half because I don't. I still don't think you'd have him for Man United, but eight and a half million against Copenhagen, he cannot. He cannot be more than Leroy Sane. I don't care if he's on pens. Leroy Sane is on free kicks and he can score them. Yeah, uh, that's what I kind of don't get. He's the same price as Kavarashelia and like that sort of thing. I just when you consider how good. Poor Man United or inconsistent, not poor, how inconsistent Man United have been in that he's a bit of a points dodger, Fernandez. Like he got um he scored a pen, then he got an assist, I think, in their three two win before before Arsenal, but was that it? Nottingham Forest were two 0 down. That's not happening against Bayern, by the way. You go two 0 down to Bayern, you're dead. So I just don't think that's great value. I think your your value is is Ericsson at six million. He has a goal and an assist, and again, probably takes some of the free kicks, takes some set pieces, corners. Was his assi- quick question of this though? Was his assist the one against like with Rashford when he ran 
against Arsenal. Yeah, he got because Eriksen yes, got an assist yes. for that, but a yes. lot of that was Rashford. Yes, but it's I mean, still, still counts. Still counts. He's the passing the ball in yeah. this game. Who knows? Might be encountered as a solo goal, uh, which is always the risk. Uh, this game is a lot harsher than fantasy Premier League when it comes to solo goals. Solo goals, yeah. So if you if you are pass, passing to a I think, midfield I dynamo, think, I don't think Eriksen would have had that goal counted, uh, assist counted. Do you reckon? I think he, he might have been all right. Just about because I think he's played him right through. In Rashford, if Rashford takes one one touch onto his left, smashes it across goal, it's an assist. He's taken the choice to put it on his right and just take his time a little bit. But I think it's more of a timing thing than yeah. I don't think he's beaten loads of players. I think Ericsson would have got it, but you're right, it's on the fence. Um, still for six million though, he is the best value, is the especially best value. when Casemiro is for some reason the 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 most owned midfielder Ericsson is a lot better value than Again, Casemiro people, it's, people from past experience on this game go oh yeah Casemiro used to get loads of points because he used to be a ball recovery magnet that's, that's when he was used to be able to move actually around yeah. the field and then he used to score from set pieces every other week I think I saw a stat that he is the most dribbled past player this season this season I also feel sorry for him because he's getting outmanned three to one in that midfield. Well, especially when Mount was in there. Cause he, not because I actually don't think it was Mount's fault. It's because they tried to play the pep system of the four behind the forward. And not, none of the fullbacks had co- come in to help them out. And they'd just be like three on one against Wolves. So he's not, he, it's a combination of, I don't think he's been helped by the manager's tactics. And I don't think he's been very good. Uh, up front, Hoyland, 7 million, Rashford, 10. Like, Rashford's just been priced out. He can't be the same price as Harry Kane. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Maybe against Copenhagen, but yeah, we'll see. But that's like, you've got to wait for three or four weeks before you get to anything like that. Yeah. And Hoyland, I think it'll be good value. It's 7 million, but I'd rather have one of those seven and a halves at the minute. Again, maybe when you... That's the thing with Rashford, because he's going to play on the left. If you've got Hoyland up front... And Rashford on the left, I think you'd rather pick Hoyland against Copenhagen, not Rashford, personally. Yeah. What's the score for this game? I have Bayern Munich win. I'll have my new score and I'll say 3-1. Same. Steal my answers, I hate you. Never doing this with you again. So that's that for this group in terms of picks. We do have to decide on... The group order, though. So, who do you think is going to finish first, second, third, fourth? Bayern Munich first. I will say Man United second. Galatasaray third. Copenhagen fourth. Uh, My head says exactly the same as you, but as a man that rarely listens to his head, because I am a fool, I'm going to say Bayern Munich, Galatasaray, Man United, Copenhagen. Woo! Bring it on. <laughs> uh, if you have put up with our terrible crack for this long, thank you so, so much. We do appreciate it. Uh, we will be back with the next group preview straight away after this. Uh, please don't forget to like and subscribe, even if you more than likely did not like this at all. Uh, feel free to subscribe to us, the main event, and subscribe to Gallagher Shots. Follow us on Twitter at UCL Fantasy Pod so we can tweet all these out, and we will see you next time. Bye now.